Welcome to the Athens County Care Show. Athens County Care, started in December 2020, is a project of the United Seniors of Athens County. If you or someone you know would benefit from Athens County Care Consultation or another Athens County Cares program, please contact us at 740-541-4281. We're here for you, Athens County, because Athens County Cares. Good morning, I'm Micah, the host of the Athens County Care Show, and today we're talking about traveling, whether a senior who hasn't traveled in a while or a caregiver who's traveling with a senior or someone with dementia. This morning, Allison Fox, a care consultant with the Athens County Care Consultation, is in the studio to share tips and ideas for making the most of trips while keeping them as stress-free as possible. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, Micah. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So one of the most important things I found when traveling, just in general, is making a list for me. I'm a list maker. I like lists. I like to keep organized. I like to share the list with everyone I'm traveling with so they can make sure they have their items packed, they know what's happening. (laughs) Well, it even goes beyond that. I do do. I do a lot of lists, and it goes beyond just knowing what to pack. It goes down to, you know, making those last-minute appointments maybe with a doctor, making sure your prescriptions are, you know, renewed. There's a lot of things that go on that list, not just what you pack. It's, Mm -hmm. It's important to cover a lot of things. So you can forget things if you don't write it down. I have, anytime we take a trip, I have a packing list, and I alter that then for specifically where we're going. And then I also have a list of medications for everyone. Um, so if, if my father-in-law were traveling with us, I would have his medications, my mother-in-law's medications. I would have a list of the important credit card numbers uh, to cancel credit cards. Mm-hmm. Now they have fraud and fraud insurance. Yes. So if you have if you have fraud protection, if you have your credit card stolen or your wallet's lost, you can call one number and cancel everything, and they they can lock down all of that for you. I usually make um, a list of our doctor's phone numbers and any healthcare information I need. Um, may need that I may not have access to if something were to happen to my phone. Right. I do that as well. My husband, who has a lot of medications that he's reliant upon, and he's also on oxygen 24-7. So, but we like to go, um, we call it glamping. It's camping in a travel trailer. And he likes to get away. And just because he has these issues doesn't mean he should have to stay at home all the time. So I just simply, I have a copy of his medicine list and his doctor's contact numbers in the travel trailer and in our pickup truck because you just never know. You can't just have it in one place as well as on my phone. I also, um, we have to carry spare oxygen tanks, which can be a little unnerving. I put a couple in our travel trailer and then I put a couple in our pickup truck in the back seat so that we have enough oxygen when we travel. And we also have to make sure that we have an itinerary 
that we share with other people, which is really important. So if we're going to this place, other people in our life, like my son, who, who is a secondary caregiver to my husband, I give him the information of where we're staying, what route we are taking, what we're going to do for that week that we're gone. And that way, someone else knows if God forbid we were to come up missing, you know, weird things happen and bad things can happen. So it's just good to have other people involved in knowing where you're going and what you're doing just in case. And I, there are a lot of people, very, very many people who travel independently long into their life and have no problem hacking up and doing things alone. And I don't think some of these tips are going to, <laughs> they're, they're going to say, I, I don't need to know any of this. And maybe you don't. But you, no, never, and my, but you never know when you're going to need them until you need them. My my in-laws had not, my mother-in-law had not seen her family for quite some time when they moved in with us. And I helped them plan a trip to see see her family in, in Texas and Florida and made an itinerary for them that was very detailed on how to, they hadn't flown for many years, we're not familiar with the new security protocols, and so I was able to write out instructions on what it was like to go through security, what they could take on the plane in their carry-on, and what needed to go under the plane. Um, the airport, you know, airlines were great because you can request um, handicap accessibility and wheelchair wheelchair um, help. So someone would take them to the gates. Um, there are wheelchair rentals, right. uh, scooter rentals at all major airports for, for extended trips, for cruise lines, conventions. There's medical rentals, so you can rent a CPAP machines, so you don't have to travel with that. Well, you, you, just kind of, your... you kind of have to because you can't travel with oxygen. And, and so it's not even just CPAP machines. You can also rent the um, oxygen yes. concentrators that are portable so that you can... I was getting ready to say anything that is a medical device, almost anything, you can yes. rent with a prescription from your doctor. Yes. Um, yes. Which would be one of takes... those things that you have to do pre-trip, you know, is make sure you have all yes. of those current scripts from your doctor so that you can travel safely. But in, in my in my itinerary for my in-laws, because my father-in-law had dementia, I wanted to include all of their necessary medical information in case something happened to them and they weren't able to talk. Right. Um, so I included their relevant medical conditions and then the emergency contact phone numbers for immediate family and their their healthcare providers. And that was a big relief to them as well as us right? Um, to travel with. Right. Exactly. When back in the fall, my mother wanted to take all of us when we were children. I have two sisters. And when we were children, she would take us to Vermont every summer. And we would stay at a friend's house. And we would stay there for a good long time, like three to four weeks. And we did that for probably five or six years in a row when I was a kid. 
and mom wanted to revisit that, relive that with her daughters. So we made sure that we did this trip and we learned a couple of things. First of all, my mother had broken her foot right before we left and she still wanted to go. So we, she wanted to take her own wheelchair, which was a transfer chair, a little bit smaller than a wheelchair, but not quite as easy to roll. And we told the airline we had a handicapped passenger and they were great. The airline itself was great. But what we learned was that at each individual airport, we had to notify the airport that she needed help getting on and off the plane because it wasn't the airline's responsibility to make sure that there were ramps. And so there were stairs and we ended up holding up a plane <laughs> at one of the layovers because we had to wait for a ramp and we didn't realize that you had to call ahead to the airport. We thought the airline took care of all of that. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two was where we stayed. We asked for a handicap accessible room and they gave us one. And the room that I shared with my mother was on the on the ground floor with an adjoining bathroom that did not have a doorway large enough to fit the transfer chair through. And they had no other room for us. And we did not specify that we wanted an ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act standard accessible room. We didn't specify that. And it does make a difference. Your language makes a difference when you ask. And we were told that we should have called probably 48 hours before our arrival and readdressed this to make sure it was what we needed because then they could have possibly moved some people and we could have had a different room. So these are things that, you know, you kind of learn on the fly and you hope to share this information with other people because, again, my mother is not chronically disabled. She's ambulatory. She can walk around just fine, but she had a broken foot. And you never know when you're going to travel when you might have a sprained ankle or a broken foot or let's say you had knee surgery and you still have trouble with your knee and you still want to go on this trip that you've planned and planned and planned. So these are not only for the disabled, this is for people who might have just this one disabling event and it's still information that you need to know. Yes, and, and that also brings up another topic is advocating for yourself and, and the person you are with or, or other people you're with while still being kind. Oh yes, oh yes. Because I... When I took, I took my in-laws to Alaska by, by myself on a cruise, a once-in-a-lifetime trip, dream vacation for my mother-in-law, um, while my father-in-law had dementia, and it was the last trip he was able to go on, and we knew it was most likely his last trip. Mm-hmm. And the person who was helping us transfer around the airport um, in Canada, was going to take him to customs, through customs, by himself, and put him on a cart to take him away. And I, I said, no, no. And I was trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I told him, I, I asked the gentleman if he would step to the side with me. And I said, I, I, I don't want you to take my father-in-law out of our sight. He's, he's has dementia, and I don't know you know, I don't know you, and I know you, you're going to take care of him, but I, but he, I don't know where my father-in-law could go. Right. 
right? I, I, you know, he has, he has dementia. So it's hard to, it's hard to manage sometimes all the, it seems like it's hard to to manage all the moving parts. It can be, it can be. And as many lists as you make, you still might find those hiccups and you're right. You have to approach it with patience and kindness but you still have to advocate so you still have to say no this this I I don't understand why you are insisting that this has to happen when this is what this person needs we didn't leave my mother you know they at one airport they were um, going to put her on a specific uh, their own chair and wheel her up and they said you can go ahead and go get on the plane we'll take care of her and my mother looked a little nervous and I said I'll stay right here it's good I'll stay here with her and then I'll just follow you and that way I can help her get in her chair and they were okay with that so you just have to speak up but you don't have to be rude you know these are people that are just doing their job as well and they're doing it to the best of their ability most of the time and they they are not trying to irritate with some of the things that you know have to be done in order to accommodate Whatever it no, is and, and sometimes it's sometimes it's policy, and they'll tell you that this is airport policy, this is right cruise ship policy, whatever policy. And if it's something that's happening that is is against what you were expecting and you are not comfortable with, you can feel free to say, "I didn't. I, I want you to stop. I don't want to do do this anymore. Right. And I want to speak to someone in charge." and 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 move forward from that point um right because i feel like a lot of times sometimes people feel like well this person in authority just said this is what has to happen so it's what has to happen um right regardless of whether or not you feel comfortable and i didn't i didn't feel comfortable sending my father-in-law through an international airport by himself yeah (laughs) yeah I wouldn't. Without me seeing I, I them. wouldn't have either, because especially especially with somebody with dementia, you don't know what if they had a moment of real confusion and didn't know, you know, what was happening and got, you know, ha- had a reaction that was very negative that other people wouldn't understand. That that's a scary idea. Yes, it was scary to us. Yes, I can tell you that um, Greyhound bus. I looked up, and they have a disabilities travel assistance line. So if you ever wanted to go by bus, they have their own dedicated line to help you plan the travel so that you can adequately travel with the needs that that you might require, and they can help you set be- that up. I believe Amtrak also has disability access they with do. Amtrak trains. They do. And they also offer a 15% discount for adult passengers with a disability, and that offer extends to one travel companion. So that's pretty nice, too, if you're worried about finances. It can be helpful. So the other thing that we we did on our trip to Alaska, and I only, I only insisted on this, and thankfully we did not need it, we had a dear friend who was in, a, in, an, in an accident in, a, in another state and needed to be transported back to the area. And the cost of the medical flight back was astronomical. 
travel insurance yes. is a must. It is. Travel insurance is a must. It is. Uh, cancellation for any reason. Yes. Cancellation for any reason. And if you are traveling internationally, Medicare does not cover That's right. you out of the country. That's right. And also, you should look at the higher level of the evacuation the, the medical evacuation, so the medical flights uh, right. to get you as close to home as possible. Right, because you just never know. Correct. And that's a good tip, honestly, for anyone, especially seniors, but honestly anyone, because you well, just never know. Our friend was in a car accident. Mm -hmm. That was not their fault and yeah. required rehab and just the flight to get back. So... Um, obviously keep your medications handy, no, um, print and share your travel documents. Right. If you're going, if, if you're going out of the country, you need to find out if you need to update any vaccinations and especially actually right now, you know, with COVID, you need to find out what different policies are, where you're flying, whether or not you need a mask whether or not you need to have a vaccination card, those kinds of things. Even though things are relaxing now, it's not everywhere. So you need to you need to do your homework. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help from uh, attendants, flight attendants. Right. Don't be afraid to uh, get help with your luggage. Right. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Um, it's it's hard to enough to get through the airport with one person's luggage, let alone if you're a caregiver or traveling with someone else who's unable to help you with their luggage, and now you're taking care of two or three people's luggage. Yes, um, I, I have healthy snacks on hand. Yes, definitely, and hydrate. Stay away from the alcohol while you're traveling. You know, don't don't fall into I I need a glass of wine before I board that plane or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, hydrate. You get dry when you're when you're at higher altitudes, and it's just really important to stay hydrated and to move. If you're on a long flight, even if you can't get up and walk around, you need to move your toes and move your legs because seniors are at risk for deep vein thrombosis, which is DVT, that's blood clots in the legs, and they can be fatal. So you, you want to keep moving and keep that blood flowing. And compression stockings will also help with that. They do. They definitely we used, do. We used compression stockings when we flew across the country. So, And that's nice just for traveling in general. It helps with flowing. Right. And you need to keep your, your medications, like if you have over-the-counter medications and prescriptions, keep them in their, in their original bottles and put them in your carry-on because you don't want them to get lost. So if you have them in your suitcase and your luggage is lost, what are you going to do? The other really good tip I have is keep small bills separate and easy to access for tips. Yeah, that is a good idea. So if you have a wheelchair attendant at the airport, you can tip them. If you have help with your luggage, with Skycap or taxi 
or Uber or whoever you're using and they're helping with your luggage, you can tip them. Yes. Yes. And they, they were great. When, when we had my mother in her wheelchair at the airport, the attendants were really great. They, they helped wheel her through. I was, I was pulling my luggage and hers and they helped wheel her through. They got us to, to our car. They waited with me and, and I mean, I just don't know what I would have done without their assistance. They earned every tip. I wish I could have given them more. They, they were just an imperative part of keeping her comfortable while we traveled and, and it made it less stressful for her. A lot of what we've talked about today is pre-planning the trip. You're right. If you pre-plan and plan ahead, it does seem to take a lot of the stress during the trip out. It is not going it is not going to be stress-free if you're traveling with someone who has disabilities. Um, as we mentioned, you can rent wheelchairs, scooters, beach wheelchairs. Yeah. There are so many things you can rent. Um, we used scoot around for my father-in-law to rent, but it does make it does make the trip so much better. You can rent, um, be transportable scooters, so you can take them apart yourself and use them to to travel right. uh, in cars. So right. if you're going to be traveling around a state and you're running a van or something like that that you could transport the, the scooter in, then you would be able to, to visit lots of locations. Um, so there are so many options. There really that... are. There are. If somebody wants to go and, and they're able, there, there are ways to work around their needs. And, and for caregivers, I can tell you, that the same tips apply. That that if you're the one doing all of the planning and you're the one doing all of the checking, don't you be afraid to ask an attendant to help you to pull your luggage. Don't you be afraid to ask when you're juggling all these things at one time at the rental car, you know, desk and you've got three suitcases and you know, somebody in a wheelchair, ask for help. They'll give it to you. They'll provide it to you. They want to be of service to you, but they're not going to assume anything. So you have to ask. And don't be afraid to take time for yourself during the trip. Yes. Take a break. Maybe it's maybe it's breakfast by yourself one morning. Or a long walk. Or a long walk. Or you go to the hot tub in the hotel <laughs> pool area after everyone's in the room for the night. Right. Or after dinner. But take some time for yourself to rest and relax if you are if you are the caregiver on the trip. Exactly. That's imperative because you need to maintain your patience and your focus. This is a really good, informative show, Micah. Thank you. I'm. Thank you for being here with your tips. You, you travel with your mother and your father-in-law and your your husband frequently. So I appreciate all that you've brought to the t- to today's episode, and oh, um, really appreciate you being here today, Allison. So thank you. Well, thank you, Micah. I'm I'm tickled that we got to be here together. Well, thank you again, and I look forward to our next episode. Me too. Stay tuned for Friday. Thank you for joining us today. If you or someone you know would benefit from Athens County Care Consultation or another Athens County Cares program, please contact us.